York City. What's good? This is the Leaders Create Leaders podcast. Your blueprint on how to build a brand, lead a movement, and create a profitable, impact-driven business. On this podcast, we'll dive into my personal stories building two eight-figure businesses and my evolution turning heart-led leaders into conscious millionaires. I'm your host, Gerard Adams. Let's go. Beautiful day, another beautiful day out here in uh, the Hollywood Hills. What's going on? I have a, a really dear friend, client, guest that's going to be jumping on live with us who is a, a subconscious specialist and healer. I have this new sense of motivation coming into this week. I don't know if it was because of the new moon last night or because I just got back from seeing my entire family um, or just because I feel so aligned with my passion, with my purpose. I feel just so motivated to serve right now, especially because I just got back from camping and I was in mother nature. And I have a special guest, her name is Jenna Sophia. She is a subconscious expert. She is a client of mine, she is a friend of mine. She has literally done healing on me as well. So I've actually been a customer of hers. She works with Fortune 500 CEOs, entrepreneurs, um, and she really practices both like using quantum physics as well as ancient practices. Um, So I'm really excited to bring her on everybody. We're gonna really talk about the energetics entrepreneurs so um so let's see if she's on here right now yo yes what's up what's up what's up so good to see you on here you look beautiful you look vibrant you look you just i feel amazing so good to see you so there's something about the sun here that just makes me feel alive (laughs) oh that's right so you just left new york and you just came to new to la so you're in la right now yeah Phenomenal. Look at all the flowers coming in for you. I love it. We got a lot of flowers coming in for you to send you love. You know what's really cool? Jenna actually has, guys, this product that she custom makes for her clients. And she's giving it to me. You guys, I'm just going to show them this real quick. Look at this right here, this bottle. It's literally... Uh, Jenna, what is this? Because it says my name and it's Gerard's Flower Essences. So, yeah. so what is this that you make? Yeah, so flowers, the plant kingdom has a lot of wisdom. And we are energy. There's a way in which we can actually extract the essence of the flower, the vibrational wisdom. I have mine here too. And um, flower wisdom right now. Yeah, and essentially they recircuit your energy in different ways. So there are flowers for many different things. There are flowers for um, abundance, for helping people with um, sickness during pregnancy. You know, with their bones. Like they're literally a flower for anything. The king, the plant kingdom is so. Um, open and and for us to use if we know how to access it so i made you a little bit of a mix of um just a support mix of what you were going through so i just tapped into your energy a little bit and saw what you were needing and i wrote like that whole description so you have a whole list i think it's like i know you said like a, whole, a whole like breakdown of every single one so thank you so much so let's talk let's talk about so first and foremost what do you because i know you have different containers that you've created it's like awakened self you have something called energetics yeah. of entrepreneurs and that was the one that i really wanted to jump on live and talk about because i have a huge entrepreneurial uh community i've been yeah. an entrepreneur for 18 years and that really i felt you know i really felt called to, to talk about that because i mean you deal with the subconscious right and it's like throughout my entire career I continue to try to reach new levels, new levels, new levels. But I always say like new levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think people really understand what I mean by that, right? But I want, I want to kind of get your take on 
the, the fact that like we all are trying to reach our full potential throughout mm -hmm. our lives. Yes. And as entrepreneurs, we're, you know, we're so called to solve some of the world's like, you know, biggest problems. Like right now, humanity needs us to break out of the box and to be the ones that are going out there and leading and creating, you know, these new solutions to help our planet, to help, you know, the education system, to help so much of what's going on. Um, but for whatever reason, I, I don't know if you guys feel this way, a lot of times we get in our own way. Like I know for me, as I've continued to try to push forward and just lead and build these businesses and continue to reach my full potential, a lot of times the biggest thing that I face, challenge, forget about all the, the fires I gotta put out externally and building a team and also it's like a lot of times it's my own inner critic. Yeah. So I wanna kind of jam with you on that a little bit, but why don't you just tell me what, what, how you describe the, the essence of energetics of entrepreneurs? Yeah, well, I think if someone is even deciding to be an entrepreneur, you're a trailblazer, you are an innovator, you think differently, you think outside of the box, what the status quo is um, in the world that we live in, right? So that takes a certain type of mindset. It takes a certain type of heart set as well. And those two connected to make sure that you're really living out your mission and your values in the way that you've intended. Um, see, a lot of the time I've seen with entrepreneurs is no matter what stage they are, whether they're just the beginning or they've made billions of dollars, but I see one common thread and it's that the growth continues no matter what level you So what someone might have a problem with um, beginning stage of entrepreneurship um, is very similar to the stages of, let's say, a more... Um, seasoned entrepreneur um, and I see that it's just um, a frequency of thought in terms of what people are actually coming up against when it comes to roadblocks or um, difficulties in reaching that next ascension or that next level um, so I really look at the energetics of an entrepreneur as really being something that has a lot to do with alignment and a lot to do with the awareness of what energy you're putting out into the world and what energy you want to actually create um, as a representation of an extension of your source energy. So that's how I see it. Wow, powerful. Um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, I, think I, I feel like that's so aligned with, um, with how I see the world as like, what I want to create and the and and the energy that I want to put out, but I feel no matter like I was just asking everybody drop a word, one word, like how they're feeling right now, and and ultimately, I believe that you know how we feel internally and the energy that we are actually like, it, like really just carrying in our hearts, you know, and in our souls, and how we really see ourselves and and what we put in our bodies, how we see ourselves, how we treat ourselves the thoughts we have, um, yeah. you know, that's a, you know, that's a reflection, the external, it's like a reflection of all of that, you know? Yeah. And uh, a lot of times we'd be uh, entrepreneurs I, can like really neglect that side because they're yes. just so like, hustling going forward and wanting to push forward. So what are some of the, uh, since you work with a lot of entrepreneurs, Fortune 500 CEOs, like what are the common, the common things that you see that they face that, that you feel like you've helped them to release? Yeah, definitely. Well, I would say that, you know, a lot of times when people come to me for business issues, right, or like they're wanting to manifest more money, or they're wanting to manifest more clarity and all of these things that will help them in their career. It's actually other areas of their life that are needing to be focused on create alignment in the whole um, 
body and mind, if that makes sense. So let's say someone wanted to come to me for um, money or like they're trying to get more funding and they're trying to manifest more funding. So how do I do this? Right. Um, and then when we dive in and we dig deeper, we find that maybe they might have a relationship issue with a parent or with their spouse or with a business partner. And that's actually creating this energetic um, mismatch of frequency of manifesting that thing that they want in their um, career. So it's all like a big web and you kind of make sure that you're looking at the right beliefs and you're looking at the right angles because it's not, everything isn't what it seems, right? So we kind of have to go below um, the surface and dig a little bit deeper to figure out, okay, well, if you're not having this channel open, why isn't that open? Let's see what other channels in your life are flowing um, and aligning because that will have something to do for sure with um, the energy of what they're trying to manifest. So definitely the, a lot of stuff with money, um, a lot of stuff with more um, fulfillment and feeling guilt, uh, like less guilty for the work that they do. And like, you know, sometimes you have to make sacrifices with your time and your energy and things like that. So really working on creating more of a balance within their lives so that they don't feel like they are um, missing something in their life and they want more of a, a grounded um, sense of in their, in their career and in their life. Jenna, I'm, I'm just curious, like maybe, I mean, I, I'm always interested to do this work. Like you guys, if you follow me, like I'm always doing this work. Like I've personally worked with Jenna, but I just always feel like there's more for me to discover of where these blocks are mm -hmm. in me so that I can continue again. Like, so I can continue to reach new levels of impact, mm -hmm. influence, income in my life. And I've had to like do some deep work to figure out like for one, scarcity was a big thing for me. Like I had a family heritage that there was a there was a moment of like survival, right? I'm Native American and you know, I'm also Colombian and my family from Italy, they immigrated here and we didn't have anything. We had to like fight for everything. So that kind of runs in my bloodline. And I saw a lot of that growing up where we had abundance, abundance of love, and I had an amazing childhood, but there was this you know, fear of, of there's lack of money. And that was a huge thing that I've had to energetically release mm -hmm. in my life in order for me to start to manifest new, yeah. you know, new levels of wealth for sure. Now, talk about that a little bit because you talk about the ancestral relation to um, scarcity mindset and also um, just with everyone. I don't think anyone pops out and like, you know, is feeling scarce. I think that is developed right. Time, right and so because when we're a child you know all of our needs need to be met we can't actually take care of ourselves so we rely on the external world to tell us how much we're going to be supported in life and in what way that is now not everyone has the skills or the the things to really help us survive in a way that will create and cultivate this abundance mindset right and so it's important to know that the subconscious which governs pretty much all of your behaviors thoughts anything that you your going to take action on is actually rooted from conscious. So you might think, oh, I'm using my conscious mind. I'm doing this work like, oh, no, I'll, you know, send like a thousand emails. And of course, something's going to hit. Like, of course, I'm going to get a client. And the thing is, it doesn't work like that. Right. So what do really you mean? Come on. You're good, good at marketing. <laughs> well, it could work for you if your beliefs are aligned with that working for you. Right. But I'm yeah. talking about yeah. the difference between push and force and actual alignment and inspiration. Yeah 
um, taking action from that place. So um, the thing about the subconscious that I just want to um, hone in on a little bit is that this part of our brain, which basically governs everything that we do, is pretty much solidified 95% by the age of seven. So what this means wow. is we're basically running on a pilot of beliefs of basically an old system. So imagine when you're trying to like work on a computer, right? Imagine if you like picked up a very old Mac and you were trying to actually do work on it. It would probably be very hard, right? To make things happen. So think of your brain in the same way. You're trying to make things happen, but you're working on old program software. So what do you have to do in order to actually transcend that? You have to put in a new program. You have to reprogram the part of your brain that is governing all your behaviors and your thoughts and your feelings so that you can actually align with what it is that you want to achieve in your life all areas right that's a yeah. that's, i you know i really believe in that i really believe you know we we you know for whatever reason this is what i'm so passionate about with the youth as well because it's like they don't teach this in school like they don't even teach you how to have how to believe in yourself or what your beliefs are or where they come from they really don't teach this in school and that's why it's i think it's such important work for us to do this work now to re rewire reprogram you know up, upgrade our operating system at the same time, it's like, it's a passion of mine and, and it's definitely part of my purpose to, to get a lot of this knowledge and wisdom and these practices into the youth because, you know, I know, you know, you, even you have, have worked with some parents and, and their kids. I mean, it's believable, like what that's even done. That it, not only does it help you if you're like 50 or 40 or 30 or 20, but like this goes, like it changes everything for you even at a young age, with, especially yeah. with our youth with what they're going through. But now with technology and, you know, the comparison and the endless yeah. scroll. Because of the endless amount of programming that children have access to these days, like it's beyond the news. Like they can go on Instagram, Facebook, they can literally find anything on the internet. And because the the brain of a, of a child is so vulnerable, it's so easy to groom their reality and their beliefs, right? So why do you think it's like so common um, for like child soldiers to actually become a child soldier they're not resisting what it is because they don't know any different right so it's like we learn from a young age what is right and wrong and also what we can and cannot have like a child hears i can't or you don't do that or don't do that 20,000 times more than the word i can or yes you can right. so what does that do to the psyche when it actually becoming an adult and living in this world and having these dreams and aspirations but feeling blocked when it comes to actually creating something um physically from that energy and inspiration that you've been given and that's yeah. where the happens and that's where those blocks happen because it's like all right i have a set of belief systems they've served me for a certain point in my reality but now i need to let go of them in order to spring forward into what i want to do in my life now and a lot yeah. of people get that that's we kind of have to reflect on what is exactly do we believe and who made us believe that, right? I think those are really important questions that we have to ask ourselves when we feel limited or confused um, in life. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And now, Jenna, I want to talk a little bit about, like, I know your work is both with quantum physics as well as, like, ancient wisdom. Mm-hmm. And... You know, I want to just talk about like what are you know, what is some of the science behind a lot of this, and what are some of the ancient practices that you work with um, for your clients that that help them to release this. I see a lot of money coming in. We see some health, uh, money, ancestral, spiritual, and money. Guys, mm -hmm. appreciate the comments. I appreciate the vulnerability. I appreciate you guys being uh, honest. 
romantic relationships, money. So this is what's really cool, guys, right? Like as soon as you start to acknowledge that like there's a subconscious pattern that's blocking you in that in that category, you this is why we're so powerful. You have this unbelievable opportunity to work with the likes of Jenna or even just you. I mean, Jenna, you, you have some practices that maybe that they can they can do even just at home to help them to release what those old beliefs are and step into the new quantum possibility that will allow them to manifest that love, that, that health, that, you know, that money that they always dreamed of. Yeah, for sure. Um, should I go back to the part where you were talking about the different modalities and the, and the science behind it and things like that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go, we can start well, there and then kind of build into, you know, we can even do a practice if you like. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think just for people to know uh, a really great bit of information is for people to look up the science of epigenetics. So the way that I got into this work is I've been in the healing space for over 15 years. I started doing energy healing when I was 11 years old. Um, and this was all in, um, in the hopes of actually overcoming my physical conditions that I had that were really kind of overriding me um, and my body. And when I found the science of epigenetics, it's essentially this idea that you've heard this, this, this science that says our, our genes basically control our biology. We can't change our genes if our parents have diabetes and we'll have diabetes and so on. But what's actually been discovered is that the, the genetic expression of our genes can be determined by the environment we put ourselves in. That's why perception is everything. Whatever you perceive in your environment, you mold to it and you become it. So it's really important to know that if you are in a limiting environment, check your beliefs. They probably reflect the environment that you're in, right? The people that you surround yourself with, the fulfillment you have in your career or in your love life or in your home life. These all have to do with the beliefs that we have stored. And we can actually shift these on a very cellular level, which is what I do. And that's why people that naturally just start to take action from this insp inspired place rather than this place of, okay, I'm doing the work. I'm hustling, let's go, let's get it. And that I feel like is a very outdated way of being an entrepreneur and being successful because it's not gonna be sustainable in the long term. Yeah, um, yeah I agree with that 100%. I'm, uh, I've been caught in, in those situations for sure. And I've, it's, you know, I, I mean, it's probably the reason why I moved to LA. You know, yeah. I, had, I had to make a shift. I had to make a radical change in my environment um, and it's shifted everything. Like my, I've shifted my relationships. I've completely changed my, my surroundings, my environment. And I've just started, you know, I actually, well, one of the hardest parts for me was like actually taking a pause, like mm -hmm. actually taking time to slow down and actually do this work. Mm -hmm. like actually take the time to like ask these questions, ask for help. Mm -hmm. and so, do, and someone asked here, so if I change my environment, it could possibly help decrease inflammation would like to get this under control. So the way that the physical body works and the way that I've worked with people in their physical body is every condition has an emotional or spiritual symbolism. You don't just get sick, right? I feel like the physical body is the last thing to signal to you that, Hey, something's going on. We actually have to fix this. Um, so when you're working with the subconscious and you're working with people who are trained in, you know, working with this part of your mind, you can actually figure out what the 
disease or the illness or the condition is actually trying to tell you. And then once you unearth that, you can create um, the necessary steps in overcoming it because there's probably a belief system underlying that is causing whatever condition that you had. Um, so just wanted to put that out there. Powerful. Yeah. Um, cool. So, uh, all right. So I feel like, you know, getting maybe into some of the practices. I know I've worked with you and we've gone pretty deep. Um, so I know like, you know, it actually, it's not as, you know, it, it actually takes us to kind of really, really drop in. But what yeah. do you think that, what are some resources or practice that you think that, um, that everyone here can kind of take in and, and maybe do, do something today, do something yeah. that they can actually like start to let go of a pattern, yeah. let go of a subconscious belief that's holding them back? Mm -hmm. Well, I think if you're just starting this work and you're new to, you know, questioning your thoughts in your mind is to have like a notepad and for the next week, just write down any limiting thoughts that you. And then when you actually have that written out in front of you, you can see more clearly what exactly you are perpetuating the patterns of thought. Because a lot of the time, you know, we have like something like 70,000 thoughts a day or something crazy like that. So it's like... Yeah. Ones that we only are aware of are because we've patterned them enough. There's enough um, coding in them that our um, body and mind start to believe that this is the way that it is, right? So that would be the first thing is to really get clear on what exactly you are believing and then really get clear on that because this start to take autonomy back of your life and your creator ability and your sovereignty, right? Because really what kills us? Our thoughts kill us, right? Our thoughts are the beginning point of every illness, of every underlying discomfort, of any um, disconnect that we have. It all stems in our thoughts. And if we can create more space between the thought and let's say what you want, then there's more of a chance that that light can get in and you can actually change the trajectory of your manifestation. So say that you have a project and you're like, oh, this project is so hard. It's so difficult for me. I hate doing this. This is just so stressful, da, da, da. Question that because look at what energy you're putting into that thing, right? How can it manifest with something different than what you're what you're saying right now so we really have to get careful on the words that we're using and how we're using them even this right. idea new level new devil i don't like that at all because right. it's programming you to think that your next level is something that you should be fearful of or something that is going to be difficult for you or challenging whereas you could just look at it as a progression of your expansion and say okay well new level you know me i don't know I like that. I like that. I, I see that. That we get us caught up in our minds of thinking our words. Why do you think it's called spelling? We're literally casting spells with our words. So we have to be so careful in what we say to ourselves, even in the small things, because the small things are the big things, right? Because this is the way that we pattern our mind to work and, and how we actually um, understand things in that way. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend that. I love it. I love it. Yeah, and just uh, I I've realized that more and more now. So I thank you for bringing that back to my attention because like our words really do put out a frequency, put out an energy like yes. so so powerful. Mm -hmm. We have this opportunity, like I mean, the fact that we can't even communicate and and connect with our words, um, but it's just this, it's so powerful. And I've realized that in in all areas of my life, not only just how I talk to myself, how I talk to my team, how I lead, how I'm, you know, the content I create, but also in my relationship now with Ashley, like in my love life, right? Like 
Mm-hmm. It's so important. And I was listening to a podcast yesterday, um, uh, Ryan Holiday. I don't know out here. You guys all listen to the Daily Stoic. And they were even talking about like how important it is to really recognize what you're saying. Because when you have children, too, because he has a child now, he was like, you can't take it back. And like one thing you could say <laughs> to a child can like impact them for the rest of their life. And that's what we're, that's what we're almost talking about, right? Like a lot of times, yeah. we come from our parents and we are the next, the, the, the next generation of parents. We are the next generation of ancestors. So, you know, just being really conscious of our beliefs and our words and what we're saying to ourselves because man, you just caught one with me. I've always said new levels, new devils. Mm-hmm. Now you're right, but my, my new belief is about expansion. So it's like, wow, how can I shift those things that I've always said, you know, into can really aligning with what my belief really is, which is like fucking expansion, right? And just living in the quantum. So mm-hmm. And it's just those subtleties, right? If when it's easy to say things because they're um, just things that you hear or, you know, it's just like, oh, hustle, you know, hustle this, do that. But it's like people don't realize how these we all define words differently. So depending on your programming can have a different effect on how you actually translate that information. So if you think, oh, I have to be an entrepreneur, I have to hustle hard, I have to do all this work. It's not to say that being an entrepreneur is easy, but it's just the way in which you're looking at how you're actually going to achieve that. Um, and making sure that you actually that you can do it and that it is easy and that you have the intelligence to create whatever it is that you want to create in that way. So um, just to be aware. I want to ask you just about your thoughts about like on just like, I want to say like, like really manifesting in the quantum, right? Like we're here a lot more about this now. Um, I know you're a fan of Dr. Joe Dispenza and I've been reading him and, and, and just continue to learn. But for those who like, don't necessarily understand the fact that we are these quantum beings. Can you give can you like just school us a little bit about like what that really means and and the power that we really have from the moment yeah. we're born to really create in this this realm of infinite possibilities. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge loaded question. So I'm gonna do yeah. my to yeah. um yeah. Okay. <laughs> it out there. Yeah well why not? <laughs> we're here. So um I really like to start off by by this understanding of understanding that we are energy beings. So at our core, we are oscillating in frequency as energy. So we are not actually um, physical beings. Like if you look on, on a very microscopic level, on an atomic level, it's just a bunch of frequencies oscillating at once. So we look like we are, you know, whole and like we can't break and all these things. But on a quantum level, that's actually not true. Nothing is actually solid. Everything is in constant motion. So when we talk about being a quantum creator, it's really being um, sovereign over your own life and not being programmed by the external world or by perceptions or judgments of what you feel like you should do, right? And it's really tapping into that source, that soul level that tells you okay, Gerard, this is what we feel inspired to do, go in this direction, right? Or go in this direction, because this is this is what will help you in your next level. And the problem is, is that as quantum creators, we have free will. So we can choose any path that we desire to um, live out a certain experience. But what people don't understand is that there are so many different timelines to um, create from and experience from. And what I mean by timeline is that we each are living an individual reality. And a timeline is just a certain um, 
frequency of reality. So say that you want to shift out of a timeline of feeling lack of abundance, and struggle and all of that, right? In order to shift into that other timeline, you have to shift your energy, which then creates a different trajectory and momentum energetically with what you're looking to create, right? So a lot of the people, a lot of people say like seeing is believing, it's actually believing is seeing. So you actually wow. figure out, you know, what do you believe? That's what you're going to see. It really is as simple as that. So when you understand that you have access to your ability to make choices without any um, frequency or bombardment or manipulation, right? Media has a lot of manipulations. People is manipulating people to think a certain way. All of these ways that we've been groomed and programmed to be, when you start to plug out of that, really exiting the maybe, right? Taking that pill and saying, disconnecting from all the things that I've been told, who I what I do, what I'm here for, we then can start creating from that quantum place, which is of infinite possibility, which says I can do so many things that I can't even, you know, conceptualize right now because I am so expansive, because I am so quantum, I can be, do, have anything I want. But the problem is a lot of people don't believe that because they've been so programmed to think differently. They've been dumbed down. Their intelligence has been hijacked, right? Their thoughts have been hijacked. And what did I say? Our thoughts are the vehicle of what we our lives to be right so if we're constantly feeling limited and in a certain dimension and frequency of thought depending on what dimension you're oscillating in energetically your life can either be full of flow and expansion and fun or it can be really dense and difficult and um, disruptive and it's really with those choices that you make every day what choice am i going to make to have a certain level of thought what frequency am i holding in my being what am i doing to get myself more in alignment every day so that i can actually start to create from that infinite field of possibility so that i can actually hand pick and say well i want to meet this person and i want this to align and just know that it is right just know that it, it can exist and that it does have so much potential to manifest because you are in that frequency of alignment and a flow and knowing that reality can't exist any other way than what it is that you desire it to be. Right. You know, one of the things that I, I, when you, when you talk about all of this, what I've realized in my life too, is like, it really is a whole new way of life. It's not just as simple as like saying that you're going to believe it. And all of a sudden just poof, you're going to manifest these things, right? Like it does take obviously action. And, and, and yeah, but I feel it's like a daily practice. Like it's like really, because I catch myself, Jenna, like still to this day, right? I've been an entrepreneur for 18 years. And even still, I have these, I have days where like just this inner critic comes back up and the self-doubt kicks in or, you know, I don't know, like whatever, just like, we're, I feel like that's the human aspect of us. Like we're still human no matter what, you know what I mean? And we're going to make mistakes. We're going to like, you know, things are going to pop back up. And I feel like sometimes those, that old operating system, even when you do upgrade, there's mm -hmm. still sometimes things that are down, like down that, that are, that, yeah. that are wounds, right? Like scars, like shit that you've been through. And it takes time to mm -hmm. really get past all of that to, to manifest like a, that next level of. I definitely agree with that. And I think that, you know, we came to this life experience. We chose to come here because we wanted to expand. We wanted to know what it felt like to have contrast and have those desires and then create something from it. If we just manifested everything we wanted, life would be boring. Think about it. Think about it. if everything you thought that you wanted happened right now, it would be, you know, time allows us to create and play. 
that's why it's a game, right? So we can actually have fun with what we are living in our lives. But the point of the work that I'm doing, that um, I, I'm encouraging people to really look into, is this idea that life does not have to be difficult. Life does not have to be a struggle. Everything right. is a passion. So you can look at something and say, well, that's really difficult. Um, I can't believe that happened, da, 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 and go down that path or you can say okay well what is this reflecting back into my life what belief is this showing me how am i learning more about myself right and yeah. so really, it's just a perception shift so it's not saying that the world or your problems or things aren't going to stop but when you have autonomy over how you actually shift those things and, and what your mindset is to receive yeah. the external environment that's yeah. the game changer and yeah i fucking love that yeah I, I, yeah, I love sure. that. And it's like, it, it really is like when you have that whole new lens of, of just realizing that everything really is for you. And I don't know, just embracing life with ease, because like, I feel like, you know, there's this concept um, that I talk about the third mountain. Mm -hmm. I'm in a container now where we're, where we're working on that third mountain. And it's like, the first mountain for entrepreneurs, a lot of times I saw Tony, he, he commented, and he was like, talking about was well, it wrong to like, want power in your 20s. And I'm like, shit, that was me, you know, like I was in, when I was in my 20s, like I wanted, I wanted money, fame, sex, I wanted power, I wanted all the external things. And all the things you were conditioned to believe right. of what you want, right? So 100%. Yeah. And, you know, you go out there and you push and you hustle, right? And, and, and you go out there and create those things. Um, and, and a lot of times you'll get them, you know, like I got them. It didn't create happiness for me, but I mean, I sure as hell had a lot of fucking fun. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it is what it is. It was part of my path. But then you get to like the second mountain where like when you finally get the epitome, right? When I sold my company and then you're like, okay, I really want to be making a difference in the world. I want to make an impact, right? You start thinking about your purpose beyond just that e-commerce store that's helping you make money. And you're like, I want to I actually give back. I want to help. I want to leave a legacy, all those things. And then you're on that second mountain. But the thing is, is that even though you having that realization, you still have a lot of this old conditioning. So you're still hustling and pushing forward. And there's still this aspect of like, I don't know, it's like grind and needing recognition and pushing and, yeah. uh, you know, and, and then I think there's this third mountain, which is what I feel a lot of your work helps a lot of us to accomplish, which is like finally going through life and flowing through life, like literally being at ease and allowing things to come to you and you're, and you still are, you still are hustling. I'm not saying that you're still not like out there hustling, but it's no longer that, that feeling of like, you know, you're burnt burning yourself out to try to like prove something to others or, you know, whether it's, even if it's, even if it feels good to do, like I'm trying to help others, you're, you're really just at the point you're just like fully every day, just in flow with life. It's, it's, um, it's just something that I feel is, is hard. You're just so you, every, it's hard. So it's kind of a little hard for me to explain. Maybe you can, you can dive in a little bit about yeah, that. I think it's like when you start, when you reach a breaking point with life and you're like, I'm not going to keep resisting what is, that's really what it is. Right. So life is happening and you can either resist it and you can fight against it, or you can say it should be another way. But when you've reached this next level awareness of saying, okay, well, everything's happening for me. You've already shifted to see reality through a different lens. When you start to say, okay, well, I recognize resistance is coming up. What can I do with this, right? And I think that that's where people start to take autonomy over their lives. And 
really, I think like that's one of the most important, if not the most important thing in this life is to have sovereignty over your own energy, over your own thoughts, because then what happens, you start to create from you, you start to desire from your authentic nature, not from your program nature, right? Not to say that, you know, wanting cars and money and stuff is bad. I think those can exist. If that's your path, and you like that, then who's to say that that's not what, what's meant for you, right? But right. I think all this conditioning of like, what does it mean to be this? And what does it mean to be that? And how am I going to be seen in this way? But when we're really connected to that authenticity, when we really like stripped out a lot of those deep, deep programs, which is what I help people do, life yeah. can naturally become easier. You start to attract things. Things come out of the blue. Help is here when you need it all of a sudden. And all these synchronicities happen because now you're playing a game with you. The universe isn't playing with you, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing with life. And I feel like, you know, it's autonomy, it's sovereignty, it's also like free, like true freedom. It's also ownership, like you're really taking, like, I'm at the point now where like, I just don't blame any, and I'm not blaming anything externally anymore. Like, I'm like, oh, this happened. And I'm like, it's almost like, fun for me to be like, oh, cool. Like, where in this situation? Am I, you know, can I look at myself and really just look at like okay where am i maybe not trusting myself or loving myself a little bit more respecting myself a little bit more you know where where you know can i see how this situation happened because it's a reflection of how i'm treating or seeing and feeling about myself yeah and that perspective shift has been a huge difference for me and everything because now it's allowed me to have that autonomy and understanding that like i am the creator right like i am the creator of, of my reality I can't blame anyone or anything for, for what's happening anymore. I can really just take ownership. And, um, you know, that's just that, that perspective shift has been huge. For me, I, I struggled for some time of, of not wanting to disappoint others. So that can right. cause me to like be, to be paralyzed and making decisions and taking action because, you know, I always felt like, oh, I wasn't growing up. I, I ended up figuring out and tracking it all the way down to back growing up with my parents and not being good enough to get the good grades in school and get first string in sports and, you know, feeling like a disappointment. And I've had to break through that. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're, I do agree. I, again, like a lot of times guys, it's, it's having this new perspective shift. If you're not taking action or you're lacking discipline, um, you know, really tracking down, like what is that deep rooted problem? Cause a lot of times we're so surface level Mm -hmm. surface on like why we're not taking action ever but if we can get down yeah. to the root of why what is the real fear mm -hmm. which that mindset and, and get to more of that possibility of like okay once i figure out and what that root of the problem is and have compassion for that side of you heal that side of you mm -hmm. and let go of that and then get to the side of like well what if i take action right like what if i do this yeah. forget about it not working out or, or failing or disappointing what the hell would it feel like to actually succeed to mm -hmm. actually like change someone's life or to actually you know create whatever it is that you're looking to create and, and yeah that's start then you start getting to that new frequency and, and calling that in so really powerful um what are some of the best morning routines that you can apply some of this stuff? So like Jenna, do you have, like, what is your morning routine? What is, what are some of the things that you recommend for, for us? Yeah. So in terms of um, applying the, you know, the tools that I've just suggested here today is in the morning, your subconscious is the most um, 
programmable, right? In the morning, right in the morning, and right when you go to bed. So if you can listen to something that is motivational or inspirational in the beginning of your day, right when you wake up, before you go on Instagram, before you do anything, let your brain be primed, right? You can even listen to affirmations on loop, and these things will start to create the momentum for your day. And with enough prolonged exposure, you start to actually embody those beliefs. You start to create that momentum. So that's one thing you can do. Another thing you can do is really write down what is it that you want to accomplish and look at how you feel about that, seeing it on paper. Do you feel resistance to it? Do you feel worry about it? Do you feel um, anxiety? Like what are the emotions that are coming? Clearly identify them and then start to do something that is the opposite that will allow you to move the needle one inch, right, towards what it is that you want to do. My morning routines um, generally look like um, I do something called Kriya Yoga, Kriya Yoga by Sadhguru. So I've gone through a lot of his initiation. So I do this Kriya Yoga every morning. It's about a 20-minute meditation. Um, and that's how I start my day generally and um, with a green juice. <laughs> so clean heart. Um, just making sure that you give yourself that time. I know it's so easy to get up and just rush and do all these things, but really if you're not priming yourself and giving yourself those, let's say five, 10, 15 minutes in the morning for you, you're going to feel completely disconnected from yourself. And how will you be able to hear the inspiration and the thoughts that are coming through for you for guidance and for, um, you know, information of what you need to do. Right. So that's really yeah. important to access yeah, guys my morning routine is everything. Like my whole life changed when I started to actually take ownership of my morning routine. Yeah. And it's simple guys. Like it doesn't need to be complicated, you know, like just start small, you know, mm. you know, you don't have to try to do what too like over too much over time. It's mine is I've compiled and done more, but I mean, I think the most important things is like first thing when you wake up, most important, don't, freaking go on your phone yeah. do not get down into the social media realm do not start looking at your messages and emails like i have boundaries in my life where like i do not take any calls or get into social media before nine in the morning it's really important that you don't because again you're so programmable right your mind's yeah. so programmable so like don't get on the phone wake up do get a win under your belt for me it's making my bed maybe for you it's having a glass of water or a juice or doing something like brushing your teeth but get that like little win and mm -hmm. then I just, I cannot brag enough about meditating. Start yeah. off and for five minutes, but we can get up to like 20, 30 minutes and really just be in the silence. Just relax, breathe, learn how to breathe. There's so many meditation apps. There's so many, uh, there's so much content. On, uh, and, and also, um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it's just so powerful. There's so many things that you, you can do. And um, so meditate, journal, if you can get in some exercise. Gratitude. What did you say? Gratitude. I feel like oh, right. But, you know, I'm not one of those people that write down the things that I'm grateful for. How I like to express my gratitude is I like to have my hand on my heart. I like to just visualize and really get in touch with that emotion of gratitude as I'm focusing on something in my life that I'm grateful for. And also a subconscious hack that you can do. So the subconscious doesn't know if it's in the past, present or future. It just exists. So it completely has all the information that ever was that you've ever experienced and it creates patterns of that. So what you can do to actually trick it or program it is in the mornings, what I like to do as well, 
after I have my juice and everything, is say five things that I'm grateful for that have not happened. And what this is doing is it's creating this frequency and this information in your subconscious. Like, oh, this is real. This is, this is it. So you can start priming yourself by using the goals as if they've already happened and really start to embrace that um, uh, energy and what's generating as a frequency of, um, of light within you through that gratitude that will manifest. I absolutely love that. Yeah, you got to Like, I live in a state of gratitude. You got <laughs> to just, you know, practice that gratitude in the morning, practice appreciation as well. Like, it feels so good to, you know, every day reach out to, you know, I try to do three people a day, but mm -hmm. at least one person a day, guys, reach out to people and tell them how you appreciate them. And I really liked how you brought in the visualization, Jenna, because that's been really powerful for me. Like, when I meditate now, like, I, I always think about how do I want to feel today? Right. Whether it's in, I, the first thing I asked all of you is for those of you that were here with me in the beginning, I asked you all to comment one word of how you're feeling. And you guys had so many powerful words, anointed, inspired, you know, ecstatic. Mm, I love that. Clarity. You had all these amazing, powerful words. Mm. And I think that's like one of the things you can do, too, in your meditation is like just really think about like How do I want to feel today? Oh, yeah. I'm going to these three words and you get excited about that right or and you can also just start visualizing what you're going to do what you're going to achieve what you're going to create and just i i, I find that I've, I've always done that and it's helped me so much especially even when i have a speaking engagement like that before i have a speaking engagement i have to go on stage and oh, so much anxiety but like i just the night before and the morning of like i'm envisioning what i'm going to feel like on that stage and how i'm yeah. going to what it's going to be like and that's just it's really really powerful so jenna thank you so much we're, we're, can you tell everybody like what do you got going on how can they find you how can they work with you shoot me a dm or my website is in the link in my bio you can contact me there um i have something called what's the, the website jenna it's beyond the okay be guys go to beyond the belief.com all right beyond yeah. the belief.com beyond the belief dot com and then um they can dm you so you have four to four to eight week containers i know you have one that's that's um coming out really soon and then today you just started did you start something today i think you also started your new upgrades today right what about what, what are the upgrades yeah so i just think called the upgrades so the upgrades basically are distant quantum upgrading and healing of your energetic being so what this is is i basically am able to tap into the collective group of everyone who has joined and i basically am able to shift frequencies um distantly so as we mentioned before energy is quantum we can tap into it with the right tools um, if we know how to do that so that's one of the things that i do um so it's a really easy way to do the inner work to move through your shadows um but in a very effortless way so i do the healing and then you get an integration email with meditations journal prompts actions that you can take for the rest of the week and this month we're focusing completely on the heart chakra and opening that up clearing any past life um, ancestral traumas um, opening up more self-worth and more clarity um, and vision for your future because i know a lot of people are confused with what's going on right now and, and where they fall in in this mix um in this reality Love it. guys i have personally worked with jenna and i can i just i can't speak more highly you know how i don't bring people on my live and take time to to really unless i like really know that they have done the work themselves that they truly can create transformation jenna is one of the best in the world at what she does 
there's no investment there's no price that you can pay to do that that like that it's worth for this the work that you're doing on yourself like it's it's life-changing work it's mm-hmm. priceless it really is priceless she has helped change my life and work with me on things that like i had deep in my shadow like deep shadow work and we need at all different levels whether you're an entrepreneur you know it doesn't matter what level you're at like this is just work that you know is so important for us because you don't know what you don't know you know what i'm saying a lot of times we just don't know what we don't know we don't even know where these things are coming from so to have someone that can really work work through this and jen has been doing this for similar to me i've been an entrepreneur for 18 years and jen has been doing this for i think close to 18 years or like (laughs) similarly right we've been in the game for a minute so you guys definitely take advantage because she also doesn't it's not always open she's not always she's so particular with her energy and when she can open up these opportunities because there's only so much of a container she can hold because she'd be told i mean she you know it'd be amazing if she could just like work with thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of people at once but it's very particular when she opens up these containers and it's for a certain amount of people so i would highly highly recommend guys that you go to beyondthebelief.com right now right after this live and just check it out. Like, look into it. You know, apply. See if it's something that feels aligned for you. Um, yeah. send, send her a DM and connect with her. It's worth the conversation. It's worth you exploring it. And um, and for the for the price, it's ridiculous for the price. It's it's, it's life changing. So check it out, Jenna. Thank you so much for being on here. And um, I hope you enjoyed the rest of your trip here in LA. And hope to see you soon. Yeah. Take care. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. Yo, tribe, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to untangle more wisdom and gain clarity so that you can focus in on leading your movement. If you feel a connection to this audio experience, share it with your friends and please leave us a review. If you share your review and tag Leaders Create Leaders on IG, you'll enter into our weekly giveaway. Always remember, leaders create leaders.